welcome to the Random City Podcast. Chester Copperpot, he was a pro. He never made it this far. A competitor. He was very good. Are you telling me you built a time machine out of a DeLorean? Back off, man. I'm a scientist. Just listen to the old pork chop express. Take his advice on a dark and stormy night. The person is smart. People are dumb, panicky, dangerous animals, and you know it. When Godzilla's coming, y'all be tripping. Where did you come from? From your blood. I'm rude. You will be. You underestimate my power. He's gonna be the third scariest thing on that train. These guys come from legend. They're basically gods. There's only one god, man, and I'm pretty sure he doesn't dress like that. Hello, welcome back to the Random City Podcast. I'm Jimmy in Georgia. Today we have a very random episode. This episode is going to be focused on the 1989 Ghostbusters 2 Tops trading card set. As you see below, if you're watching on YouTube, the uh, first several cards are visible on the screen. And here we have Ghostbusters. And they're in the binder, but actually I think the easier way to do this particular episode would be to take them out of the binder. So we can take a look at the cards and flip them over and talk about what's on the back. And so here, we're just going to get right into it. Ghostbusters 2, 88 card, 11 stickers. And here's the back of the first card there. They're back after saving New York City from cosmic destruction four years ago. Those fearless, devil-may-care Ghostbusters have returned for more supernatural sparring. And first up, we have Bill Murray as Vinkman. Famed comic, comic? That's a new word. Famed comic actor Bill Murray reprises his role as Dr. Peter Vinkman, PhD, psychologist, parapsychologist, and sloppy housekeeper. Next up, the awesome Dan Aykroyd is Stance. Dan Aykroyd is back in the role he was born to play, Dr. Ray Stance. Obsessed with the occult, Ray is a true believer to the heart of the Ghostbusters. Sigourney Weaver is Dana. Just when she thought it was safe to relax in her apartment, along comes another supernatural horror to menace the lovely Dana, as played by alien basher extraordinaire Sigourney Weaver. Harold Ramis is Spingler. Wild and crazy, mold-collecting Egon Spingler, Harold Ramis, once again turns his relentless logical mind to a supernatural problem of monstrous proportions. Rick Moranis is Lewis. In Ghostbusters 2, the actor Rick Moranis expands their coveted role of Lewis Tully, accountant, defense attorney, lover, and secret weapon in the war against disorderly spooks. Next up, we have Ernie Hudson. He is Winston. The most down-the-earth of the Ghostbusters, Winston Zeddemore, played to perfection by Ernie Hudson, gears up for the latest occult adventure in the city he loves best. Alright, now we get into the action of the movie. The Runaway Carriage is that first famous scene of the film, and here's what the card here from 1989 Tops says. Much to Dana its horror, the baby carriage containing her infant son Oscar takes off down the street, apparently under its own power. Fortunately, she rescues the child in time. And now we flip over and we see the kitty celebrities even though the kids wanted he-man at the party because it don't look good so it comes to this after ghostbusters went out of business ray and winston started making appearances as kids birthday parties to earn extra few bucks somewhere gozer the gozerian 
is laughing. I thought they destroyed Gozer. Maybe not. Maybe I'll be back in Ghostbusters 3. Oh, wait. All right. So, <laughs> a new job for Dana. Dana, her music career on hold, works in a fashionable museum restoring classic paintings. Her boss is the odd Wiggler named Janusz. Janusz's Secret. To the outside world, Janusz Poha is a polite, unassuming little man, but he carries within his breast a secret so terrifying, so hideous, so fantastic, even he has trouble believing it. Egon on the job. This is card number 12. Disturbed by the baby carriage incident and fearful that the supernatural has returned to plague her, Dana visits Egon Spengler in his lab and asks for help. And now here in episode, or episode, in card number 13, we see Ray's Bookstore. And it is entitled In Ray's Bookstore. Hired by Dana to examine her little baby, Ray and Egon were under strict orders not to tell Peter about it. Minkman, is, in his customary fashion, forces the truth from hapless Ray. Then they have the next card, Supernatural Checkup. Now granted, all these are on YouTube in my YouTube video. And so if you want to see the cards and see the backs of the cards, you know, tune into YouTube. Otherwise, you'll just be hearing the um, me reading the descriptions in the regular podcast. Supernatural Checkup, number 14. Ray and Egon and an uninvited Peter show up at Dana's apartment and examine little Oscar for signs of occult possession. The kid is clean except for his diaper. Okay. Dr. Vinkman's house call. Card number 15. Dana is won over by Peter's oddball charm and the most flippant of the Ghostbusters clowns around with her little son. Egon and Ray, in the meantime, have taken their investigation to the street outside the building. Alright, next up we have a portrait of a monster. The imposing portrait of Vigo the Carpathian, a demented and sadistic 16th century despot, glowers at unsuspecting museum visitors. Wow, that was a fun word for kids in 1989. Glowers. And then here in the widescreen FX shot, we see Possessed by Vigo. And we see the lightning shooting out to take on Janusz Poha. And there on the back we learn, Bolts of cosmic energy shoot from the eyes of Vigo's portrait and enter Janusz's body. Now a human chalice of the all-consuming evil, Janusz screams and falls to his knees. Alright, number 18, Descent into Danger. And here we see Ray as he's about to go down into the river of slime, really, at this point. Alright, number 18 on the back, it says, The Ghostbusters dig a hole in the street outside Dana's apartment. Next stance is lowered into a mysterious abyss that is abuzz with psychomagnetic energy. Alright, so that was number 18. So we've made it through two pages in the little sleeves here of my book. And now we are going on into the third. And it is another widescreen FX shot. And it is called the Van Horn Station. And here in the, the photo we definitely see LeBray as the river of slime is beneath him and it's reaching up for him. And on the back of the card number 19 it says, Stance descends into the long abandoned Van Horn subway station. 
Beneath the city streets, below him is a river of bubbling, seething, glowing slime. A veritable torrent of disgusting ooze. Next up, we have a sinister caller. And we have where Janusz goes to visit Dana. Number 20 here on the back of the car said, Dana opens her door and sees Janusz standing in the hall, eerily lit by the red emergency spot at the end of the hallway. He looks slightly dazed and even creepier than usual. Number 21. Tully for the defense. The Ghostbusters are arrested for digging a hole in the street. Accountant Lewis Tully, having completed law school at night, advises... Advises? That's a fun word. Advises the boys on their legal rights. Next up we have Ghostbusters on trial. The prosecutor, a very sober, humorous woman, has worked up quite a case against the Ghostbusters. Can Lewis Tully free his friends with courtroom razzle-dazzle? Dr. Vinkman has his doubts. Next up, we have the Spectral Assault. The back of number 23 says, Stance's slime specimen taken from the Van Horn station starts to pulse and swell, pushing up the lid of the jar. Our ghost-busting heroes duck underneath the defense table as the unearthly rumbling increases. Number 24. The widescreen FX shot of Scalari's ghost. You know, there were two Scalari brothers. In the next card, we'll see both of them. Here, on number 24, it says, It's disorder in the court as two full torso apparitions explode out of Stance's specimen jar. The judge looks up in terror and recognizes the specters immediately. They're the Scalari brothers. Widescreen FX shot here. A courtroom in chaos. And we see both of the Scalari brothers in their electric chairs. The back of the car does read. Big in life, even bigger in death, the menacing Scalari ghosts are strapped into transparent electric chairs. On their heads are metal electrocution caps with live sparkling electrical wires still attached. And we have here in the next card on the front some destruction in the courtroom and it is entitled Struck by Finger Lightning. The Scalari brothers, Spectres, break loose from their electric chairs and turn toward the defense table and blast it with high voltage finger lightning. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Next up we have the judge found guilty. The terrified judge, hiding from the Scalari brothers, confides in Dr. Vickman, I tried them for murder. They were electrocuted up at Osingen in 48. Now they want to kill me. Wow, that dude's old. Holy cow. It's 40 years ago when the movie was made, at least. All right, on to the, th the fourth page, I think it is. And we're up to card number 28. Another widescreen FX shot. And it says here, the ghostly brothers are on a rampage. The Scalari Spectres continue to tear up the courtroom as Peter, Ray, and Egon reflect on their predicament. Luckily, their ghost-busting equipment was brought along to the trial. Next up, we see the prosecutor being drug out of the courtroom upside down. No order in this court, underlined this. <laughs> and it says, The astonished prosecutor is swept along by the psychic turbulence as the Scalari apparitions continue to lay waste to the courtroom. Next up, we see... The Ghostbusters, along with Scully and the Judge, it says, Who you gonna call, Judge? On the back, 
Overwhelmed by cosmic manifestations, the judge dismisses the case against Vinkman and his pals, but the Ghostbusters leap over the rail of the jury box and swing in the action. Spingler means business. The back of 31 says, Egon dashes across the courtroom to the exhibit table, then hastily straps on his proton pack. The familiar Ghostbusters gear was being displayed at the trial as evidence. Next up, Ray is back in action. Our heroes flip the power switches on their packs and draw their particle throwers. Set to full Neutronus on stream, yells Ray. They switch on their throwers and turn the, to face the raging phantasms. Good alliteration there. And next up on the next card, boxed in, we, we see Lewis being amazed by the fact that they just captured these ghosts. And on the back it says... Working as a team, Ray, Peter, and Egon gradually confine the Scaleri brothers with their proton streams, forcing them into the ghost traps Ray has set on the floor. Alright, next up we have the Ghostbusters new commercial. And we have uh, on the cover here, Janine's in bed reading Cosmopolitan. And <laughs> I think it was Scully in the commercial, or Tully in the commercial. It's like, what is it, honey? It's that darn ghost again. I don't know what to do anymore. Well, let's go on to the next one. He just won't leave us alone, I guess. We'll have to move. Don't worry, we're not moving. He is. Who are you going to call? <laughs> we'll finish it up over there. I'm Winston. I'm Egon. I'm Peter. I'm Bray. And we're the Ghostbusters. <laughs> uh, TV commercial part one. After emerging victorious from the courtroom, the New York celebrated Ghostbusters are once again back in business. They re recruit the services of Louis Tully and long-suffering secretary Janine for a TV spot. Janine Melnitz, the Ghostbusters once and future receptionist secretary, Gal Friday, plays Louis Tully's wife in a hastily devised TV commercial. And to celebrate the grand reopening, we're giving you twice the value with our special half-price welcome back service plan. Alright, we're moving on over to our next page of cards, and we're getting up to number 37, which continues the commercial for two more cards here. That's right, Ghostbusters, we're back and we're better than ever. Twice... The know-how and twice the particle power to deal with all the supernatural elimination needs. So don't wait another minute. Make your supernatural problems our supernatural problem. Call now because we're still ready to believe you. And then to finish up commercial part four and five here, on the back of the cards it reads, How can New York resist such a compelling pitch? The Ghostbusters are giving away hot beverage thermal mugs and free balloons to the kids. <laughs> As Stance wraps up the commercial, titles are superimposed at the bottom of the screen. Fully bonded, fully licensed, se habla espanol. <laughs> and now we have the grand reopening. It's official. The Ghostbusters are back in business, and not a moment too soon. It seems the city is overrun with unruly manifestations. Now one thing, honestly, I've always wondered, and I guess since, since we're doing this, I'll, I'll bring this up here, and I think this is maybe the answer to this, this problem. I don't know that it actually is, but it's my answer in my head. So, have you ever wondered why it's Ghostbusters 2? Why do they have a 2 on their logo? Why did they? Why is it different? I mean, other than it's a sequel to the movie? I feel like since the first business went out of business, there was lawsuits, they just started a new business. They have a new LLC, and that's probably the only reason. And so, they're still the Ghostbusters, but it's kind of like the whole legal battle on television with the real Ghostbusters versus you know the old series with the, the ape and all that stuff. And so, I feel like they just started a new LLC. 
And that's why they had a different logo and things. But I don't know if that's the actual explanation in the film. I don't think there is an explanation in the film. But that's my speculation. All right, next up we have Emergency Ghost Call. Number 40 reads as follows. The firehouse garage doors open and the new improved Ectomobile, Ecto-1A, comes roaring out onto the street. It's ghostly siren moaning and wailing. We get another of our widescreen FX shots here. It's the Ghost Jogger. Number 41 reads, Setting Central Park. Looping along at a pretty fair pace is a ghost jogger. Other runners stumble and run, screaming into the park as he passes them. Next up we see Ghost Catcher Supreme. It's a picture of Ray. And on the back we read, With the confidence of a seasoned pro, Ecto Buster Ray Stance prepares to spring his trap in an unsuspecting ghost jogger. Alright, we're moving on down. A job well done. Peter and Ray are about to high-five. And on the back of the card, we learn. Peter and Ray congratulate each other after nabbing the fast-footed spectral jogger in Central Park. But a Ghostbusters job is never done, and soon they're off to another emergency call. Alright, next up we see the guys, the Ghostbusters, their Santa caps on, because it is time to say Merry Christmas, New York. Card 44 says... The Ghostbusters get into their spirit of the holiday season as they emerge from the jewelry store carrying smoking ghost traps, wearing their cheap dime store Santa Claus hats. Alright, number 44. So we were halfway through our... Or actually, that was 44. So we're halfway through the set of cards here. Number 45 says, Widescreen FX shot, Spingler under glass. At a posh Fifth Avenue store... Precious crystal is floating in air. No problem for the Ghostbusters. After switching on their devices, the glassware is no longer suspended. It smashes through the glass shelves and shatters on the display tables. Alright, so we just made it through 45 of the cards. We're nearing in on 20 minutes of the show, it looks like. And so I think this is going to be a two-part episode. I think we're going to come back next week and finish up the rest of this Ghostbusters set. And if you see back behind that, if you're watching the video, there's some Ghostbusters cards followed up by the Back to the Future things. I don't have the, quite the full set of those. And then in the very back, I have a few of the Goonies cards, which are kind of fun. But uh, anyway, I think that's going to wrap up this episode of the Random City Podcast. Because, hey, this was kind of fun for me. I've never actually read all these. I've had them. I had some of these when I was a young kid. And I actually last summer bought a, a box of these in a wax pack. And... It's kind of fun to go through this. So, yeah, like I said, this is kind of our normal length of an episode. So I guess we're going to stop there. This is going to be part one of the Tops Ghostbusters 2 card set. And then next week we'll come back. We'll do part two. And I'd love to hear your feedback. So, if you think this is a boring waste of time, let us know in the comments below. Or you can hit us up on social media. At Random City on Twitter. At Random City on Instagram. You can also do that at Jimmy and Georgia on either of those platforms. You can email the show, randomcitypodcast.gmail.com. You can also call into the show, leave us a voicemail, or send us a text message, 773-71-RANDOM. And I think that's pretty much everything we need to, to talk on at the end of the episode. And so I guess next week, we'll see you back here. If you're interested, for more Ghostbusters 2, I'm Jimmy in Georgia. Peace. <laughs>